Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is Tom and Bach. Coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. I, I always tell people, I just hope they see a guy that loves what he does. Jake Bakoven. I didn't get any stupider, I know that. Uh, I had never been very smart. Tom and Bach starts now. This is the final hour of Tom and Bach for a great Monday for you. The uh, it's, it's a, not as cold as it was over the weekend. The snow that fell has, has, for the most part, gone away. And it's going to be pretty good. I think by Wednesday it's going to be pretty nice outside for us. So uh, a little, still a little bit of nice weather before uh, the winter weather bug slips in here. But uh, uh, more than just weather, a lot of stuff going on in the sports world. Uh, somewhat surprised to see, but excited uh, for Jojo Doman as he's named AP second team All-American this year. He's listed as a defense back. Of course, he kind of plays that, that nickel role in between defensive back and linebacker for Nebraska. Um, played in 10 games. The final two games, of course, he sat out, but 72 tackles, 9 tackles for loss, 2 interceptions, and 2 forced fumbles on the season. Doman is the first Husker to earn All-American recognition um, from a major selector since Amir Abdullah, Randy Gregory, and DPE as a punt returner earned second team accolades following the 2014 season. So at least one streak is broken. Husker's still in 3-9, but at least you have an All-American. And it was very cool to see JoJo Doman's career progress the way that it did, especially after last year. I think we can come to the conclusion he made the right choice to come back and, and play another year for Nebraska. Well, through that, I mean, Nebraska announced its team award winners. Um, there'll be a press conference Wednesday, I believe. Um, but the offensive MVP was Austin Allen. Defensive MVP was Doman. Offensive back, Adrian Martinez. Receivers from Arturi. Offensive line, Cam Jurgens. Defensive line, Damian Daniels. Uh, linebacker, Luke Reimer and, and Henrich. Uh, special teams, Phelan Sanford. Uh, offensive scout player of the year, Sean Hardy, a wide receiver. Uh, and the defensive scout player of the year, Blaze Gunnerson, at outside linebacker. The special team scout of the year, uh, Trevin Lubin. Who uh, was a running back who bounces around? So you had several other awards, uh, the Cornhusker Award that was provided uh, to the greatest uh, walk-on career uh, from this group. That was Levi Falk. Um, Deontay Williams was given the Pat Clare Award. Uh, the Boyd Epley uh, Lifted of the Year Award was to Travis Vukelik and shared with Cam Jurgens. Um, and then the Tom Novak uh, Award with JoJo Doman. So they, the awards went out. Um, they pretty much fall as you would expect and it was good to see these guys get honored for uh, a season of hard work so it is and, and a lot of those guys uh, of outgoing um, of course we we're still kind of waiting for the NFL draft and you the choice for Cam Jurgens, all that stuff to kind of it'll take a few months before we really get into it uh, of course I think the drafts in March April April usually um, so uh, we'll kind of wait on that um, 
But I, I mean, of those guys, who do you, who do you think Nebraska is going to miss the most? There's a lot of guys to pick through there, but you know, Doman, Daniels, even the, the guys that we kind of knew were gone, Williams, um, Cam Taylor, Britt. It's it's a lot of holes to fill, and of course, that's going to be a lot of talk of the off season. But who's the biggest? I mean, the is it Adrian? It's Adrian. <laughs> it's Adrian. It's Adrian. Yeah, it's Adrian. Like the greatest fall from any of these players being replaced to the next person in. The, the gap between all of the player these players and the player that's behind them. Although, I mean, like we, we, we we'd imagine like from the line play that Jurgens has you've got some guys you got some guys behind him that you think you could use and, and fall in play. But yeah, Adrian. Adrian's the one because it's the one it's the most it's the most difficult to one. Run defense has some, some, some continuity because guys are returning and the and the leadership is returning. Offense is kind of a vacuum right now. It's it, 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 it's it's a it's a space where nothing is really occupying it, and to know who the play caller is, how it's how it's going to be broken down, uh, what schemes are going to be used, uh, the combination of players that you you plan on using, and then you can't implement anything because you don't know who the people are. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like th- this is people say call this the off season within the coaching circle we call it an improvement season, and yes. Smothers and Harburg will, will be will have the opportunity to, to to improve right now. They can improve right now if they're at work, right? Uh, route combinations, understanding of film, being able to break down defenses, that sort of thing. Arm strength, uh, recovery, speed, agility, uh, loosen the hips a little bit, uh, get your eyes in the right place. That sort of stuff can be done. But it still be done without a rudder. There's no leader in it. Because you don't know one, what those people are going to run, and two, are they choosing you to run it? Yeah, it's just fascinating. This offense to see how it's going to play out is is just going to be, I mean, day by day interesting. <laughs> That's what I always go back to. If you don't win, be interesting. Nebraska's definitely got that in spades right now with Mark Whipple coming in, implementing his system. Uh, I think we, I think we, uh, we got to the point last week where we identified that I had not watched too much of Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> Have you have you watched too much of Pittsburgh? Do you do you yeah. think you have a good idea of what Mark Whipple's bringing well, in? Well, here's the thing about it though: you got to remember, it's not like Whipple got his quarterback and turned him around in the three months or four months of off season. Oh no, like in three years. Like, so you got to look back at the previous years of what they did, and that's where it gets really interesting. Like I'll tell people, look, I, I don't want to be the guy that tells people what they need to know rather than telling them to go do the work. Like go go look at what Pittsburgh did offensively the last three years. Look at the quarterback when those situations and what was the run to to, to pass ratio. Understand who they were planning against and what success they had against those teams, because that will tell you he has flexibility. But you also have to go back because flexibility comes from where he was before he was at Pitt. <laughs> right he's had a long career right he had a long career so you have to evaluate look at all of it to get some idea about what he is now look i like that you can put up points per game in that face but you're doing it against army well nebraska would have scored points against the army i think that's fair to say right that's we're basing these things on teams playing against north carolina state virginia virginia tech um rather than ohio state michigan 
That's and that's Wisconsin. that's part of the interesting discussion, right? I I thought that there might have been an idea, and maybe it was. I mean, because yeah, the problem is you had the like you said earlier, your shopping list that just has a lot of check marks, and you're probably not going to be able to to check all of them or, or check boxes, I should say, and you're not going to be able to check all of them. I kind of was hoping to get a guy. I mean, they they've talked about it. They've they've acknowledged it is that Scott Frost came in and said that he wanted to make uh, the Big Ten adjust to his offense. That didn't happen. That didn't work. So maybe round two would have included somebody that's, well, had had a few runs in the Big Ten. Mark Whipple isn't necessarily that. Again, there are questions. I'll keep repeating it. You can evaluate a program and the, the, the state of the program by the number of questions that you have about it. And it's some of those questions are bigger questions. Like we always know that you look at the middle of the field and the skill positions first. But in this case, we're looking at the line. Do we feel better about the line today than we did two months ago? Not particularly. We we really don't know what it is. You, you know, Riola's going to have to come in and evaluate all the talent. So normal time of input and install. No, he's got to do research now. He's got to go back and meet these kids and actually work with them, do a film study with each of them about their good and their bad. This is not a highlight reel meet and greet. This is you getting into the things that you did well and the things you did poorly. And in this line's case, it's more poorly. Like you've got to look at the grades and the evaluations. Can Whipple ask, can Whipple and Riola ask these linemen to do the things that they want for them to do, or are they going to change and facilitate play calling based on what those linemen can actually do? It is, when I say it's a vacuum, it is just this huge open space with a lot of questions and a lot of things being put into it. We like what Pitt did offensively the last couple of years, but I also know when they didn't play well. And those things matter. And they had some of the same problems about putting the ball on the ground and not being able to finish uh, big big plays, big games with, with the biggest drive of the day. We'll get to hear from Whipple on Wednesday. Right? We'll get to hear from him officially on Wednesday. So as that happens, my ears will be glued to it to tell me what you plan to do, want to do, think you could, you'll be able to do. And then we'll go forward. And we'll, we'll know from Wednesday forward what the plan is. As of now, we don't know the plan. Yeah. And until we do, that room, to me, idles a little bit too much. Yeah, and they still have another uh, opening still to, to to fill in that running back position or special teams coordinator, whichever way they they decide to go there. So um, maybe you know still left a position there. So there's still some staff shakeup uh, to be had. Another man maybe in the room in that offensive room um, to to help with those ideas and 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 where they go about it. And it's just it's it's crazy because it's going to be a learning process. You can't expect <laughs> you just can't expect year three results out of year one type of of of, 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 a, of an attempt. I mean, it is what it is. It's going to be the first year that these guys are all kind of put together. And I just, I'm interested because you know what I like about whoever was going to take this job is one that it was Mark Whipple. So Nebraska kind of big times Pittsburgh here, it looks like. It looks like Pittsburgh maybe doesn't have, I, I'm sure that Nebraska took out a pretty big check and that's how they got Whipple because otherwise his job security's probably never been better at Pittsburgh. So that's kind of interesting in and of itself. But it's, you know, we, we talk about this thing like who's going to want to do this 
um, like the those those people that are in that the, the category aren't going to know that they they have these same conversations, they have these same interests. So there had to be there like the the job opening at Nebraska wasn't open to everybody. There would be certain people that say, uh, "I'm not interested in that. That doesn't seem like it's a good career move for me." So Whipple had to be open to the idea that Frost was going to be here. He was going to. You know, you wonder, kind of work together to structure to put that offense together, and then that he was going to have to do so with a whole new cast of characters that Frost isn't even necessarily <laughs> isn't on the same page with at this point. So to me, it says a lot about Mark Whipple, just the individual. Maybe it's just the money. Maybe I'm overlooking it. But to me, you have to, I think if you're looking for long-term money, it might have been good to stay where you're at and, and keep things going. Of course, you're going to lose Kenny Pickett. Maybe that was part of it. Maybe he was looking at Pittsburgh's backup quarterbacks and going, I think I think this is my hot spot. I think this is the ch- chance to, to make the jump and make that money. But it, it, it is interesting to me to look at this job from the outside and when you're going into it, just all the question marks, like you said, that are there to say, I'm the man for that job. Yeah, and what he did with Pickett was allow some zone read, some 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 RPO action, and that he got good decisions from Pickett. Like, that was the real thing. When people talk about what Pickett does well, I mean, they talk about the athleticism and the pocket poise and uh, his ability to get the ball out in short space on time, right? He's got he's got the big arm, throws the deep ball very well. But is that to be expected of Logan Smothers or whoever you bring in? Like, could you, are we really expecting a Kenny Pickett type to come here? Not as ready to be not, not for that type of year, right, probably. Right. And as you said, you talk about when you talk about Addison and company the receivers from Pitt, yeah, they have standards, but does Nebraska have that level of talent at the receiver position? Not yet. Well, well, so all of this stuff is in play, and I'm perfectly willing to just let it play out because we'll get more answers on Wednesday, and then we'll get more answers going forward as recruiting day and you you get signing day and all those things. But there are a lot of questions, man. There are a lot of questions. And, again, I I don't have doubt in their ability to make those decisions. I just want to hear them say it. Like, I just want to know from them what's going to happen. Like, we're not going to come in and go, we expect to dominate the Big Ten the way Pitt won the ACC. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, but it's because we wouldn't buy it. But that's why it's so fascinating. We wouldn't buy it. Right. I mean, you just don't have the parts. Right. Um, but that's why it's so fascinating is how are you going to do this? Because, you know, part of that offense, too, is quick throws. Is that going to be put in here? I mean, that makes sense to me because of the offensive line questions that you have. Um, yeah, but that that opens a whole other problem. Because then you're going to ask Nebraska's receivers to get wins against Ohio State and Michigan corners when they haven't <laughs> done it in short space. Yeah. Right? Slow developing was required because you weren't winning at the point of at the, at the line of scrimmage. Like, that's why you do one thing leads to the other. And if you're going to have slow developing plays, now he's got quick developing plays. That means your athletes have to win, right? Now, we can do a quick look and go, okay, it looks like Nebraska has receivers who could win. 
But that's not all the guys on the receiver roster. That's not all the guys in the receiver yeah. room. There, a lot of guys in that room aren't catch and win guys. So, again, we'll find out more as we go. <laughs> but the, but the questions in play for me as a court, like when I walk in, and I've walked into new with new coordinators, and the thing you have to look at is, do we have enough talent? And then can we get them to work? And those two things will tell you more about the coaching staff than the program. Getting guys to work. Like getting guys to put down the ego, get, put, getting guys to put down the excuses, getting guys who are willing to, you know, you hear that phrase, trust the process. It's because you're asking them to believe in faith and work in faith to a thing that they haven't accomplished yet. Like, right? Like, you've yeah. never had success. You go, well, trust me. That's a coaching phrase that has that has power. Whipple and Joseph, when they come in, it's going to be, you're going to have to trust me on some things. But th- then that trust factor between those coaches and Scott Frost. Like, Scott, you got to trust me, man. You, you, you got to trust me. Let me do it the way I know how to do it. And then he'll ask, well, do you have the people that you need? Because that'll come up. That'll come up that you're going to have a new look offense with new play calls and new coaching coaching leaders. We have no idea what kind of soup's coming out of that kitchen. We have no idea, bro. We don't even know the ingredients. Like, we, we, in that we, soup don't, right now. we we don't know. And that's fine, but you better remember as you have the conversations going forward that pay attention as it evolves. That when a coach comes out and tells you, okay, I'm in charge of this. I got the passing game, especially uh, long distance downs and otherwise. I'm going to be in charge of the run game. And because of that, it tells me which tight ends I need on the field, right? Can I have the pass receiving, uh, pass catching tight ends on the field, or can I have my two stud blockers on the field? Do I want to add some concepts? Do I want to use this big, do I want to use Vocalek as a lead blocker? Can do that, but you've got to, again, you've got to have a buy in from Vocalec to do so. Not only Vocalec, but the, the people that follow Vocalec, right? Because now Vocalec's your offensive leader. If you're not sure you have Cam Jurgis, who's going to call audibles on the on that offensive line front? Who's familiar enough and successful enough to do that from the group that you have? Unless you're going to bring in another stud center to step up and do that, right? And they're calling audibles in protection for somebody that they don't know who's going to be behind them. Is this a mobile guy? Is this a pocket guy? Quick release guy? Long release guy? Is this a shotgun guy? Is this an under center guy? Like it's all of these questions that are, require that you ask them, ask them continuously. Again, I'm willing to be patient and to let it play out because speculating will get you deeper in the, in, in the quicksand. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah it, it, it'll put you in places you don't want to be. And so I'm going to wait. Like, oh, who's who's playing quarterback? That's who who's playing center? Okay, cool. Uh, how are you going to line up? Uh, you getting more? You we good with these? Like, we good with we good with these? Everybody, everybody, good? <laughs> we we're good with these receivers, right? We got the one. Can can we win with these? Can, can we like you got to ask that question? Can we win with the people on the roster? And if the answer is no, then you got to get. Some some wind dudes in here, and then make them fit, because they're coming here with some luggage, 
Nobody that comes here from this point forward that's not a high school senior has luggage of either bad experience that they're trying to get away from, probably, more case than not. You're going to have to deal with that. And then you better pay attention to how they acted when they went in the portal. You better pay attention because they're telling you how they're going to react when they're here. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's just – and like you said, there, there's just more questions. And I, unlike you, I love to speculate and bear myself even further um, just so that I can not feel even worse about my football team, maybe, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I, I just like – I just I, there's so many questions, and it's kind of fun uh, to play around with, with, like, you know, what some of those will be because the personnel's just not – you can't line it up. You can't just put it on a depth chart and say this is what it's going to be. And, and that's not necessarily good because you have, a, a, you know, I don't know if you, if you ask, if you if you introduce your new offense coordinator, your, your wide receiver to your team, who do you say, you know, who do you present as this is the stud that in which we want to build around on offense? I don't think you have that guy. You have a few pieces that you're a little, have some a little bit of upside that have proven it out there, but you don't have a, too many building blocks necessarily to start with. And that's why you wonder, maybe a simplified offense might work better. You know, you see who's going to lead. You have no clue. Who's going to lead in the offseason drills? Who's going to get those people together? Who's going to be your show pony, the person that under a new system, you need somebody that knows what you're talking about with the, in the language that you use who can get us through a film study or, 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 or a, t, a, a player team film study, right? A player workout because the coaches can't be there. They can't be there until you, get to, until you go to camp. So who's going to run that? Who's going to be the standard bearer for the receiver room? Who's going to be the standard bearer for the running back room? You got you have a standard bearer in the quarterback's room, you, whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah. Like Smothers is a guy. And look, and I'm team Smothers because I thought all along, I thought the, the guy did things that would be problematic in the Big Ten. Again, his ability to scramble and make – look, he, he carried it. 18 times, right? We know what we, yeah. what pressure you put on them. But there's risk and reward with that. So you better know who's going to run the room, who's going to get into them dark corners that the coaches can't get to, who's going to get them dudes off the street and off O Street, who's going to get them dudes in the study hall, who's going to get them dudes to eat right in the nutrition room. Like there are coaches in place, but who are the leaders offensively? to get this team moving forward until the leadership is fully in place and operating. Uh, here off the text line, I have a question. Do you think Whipple has already told them the plan or do they, do you think they know it? Um, I, I would have to think that would be part of the interview process, right? Is how, well, you it's not just, it. Hey, we like your resume. It's yeah. how is this going to, oh, no, how are you going to translate? There's this? film study in, in, in the, in the agreement. Like the yeah. film study was a part of it and breakdown. Um, if they did it well, then there was an evaluation of talent in, in that space. Like, that he's looked at the talent. Now, again, Pitt, Pitt was just playing. Like, they were playing for ACC championship. I'm not sure how much film study they could do on Nebraska's returning roster while they're playing for the ACC and now preparing for a bowl game. I'm not real sure. Yeah. Like, that, you can tell me, right? You can tell me. But the reality is, how much time did he spend watching the practice tape on your receiver group? Right? Not the game, not just the game tape. Yeah. The practice tape. Like, what did you see on a day-to-day basis to tell me that this guy should be somebody that I can focus on and somebody I can lean on? Or why they weren't leaned on? Because it might be something they feel like they can fix, right? Yeah. They may want the big stud who who doesn't practice well in the game do. 
There are coaches that don't – I don't care how you practice. How, how do you do in the game? Those are conversations that are part of the hiring process. If done well, you have those answers. But he, also imagine this. What we know to be true is in the hiring process for these coaches, this group was not together. They weren't together. There was no coordinator and passing game coordinator meetup before they were both hired or after one of them was hired. Didn't happen. Line play. Those meetings didn't happen. Now, they may have happened in the last couple of days, but that answers that, that, that tells you where you are. Here's where we are. <laughs> Here's where we're trying to go. Now we've got to figure out what's next. And the GPS will tell you based on the hires and everything else. And then Wednesday's conversation with the media where they will give you some answers. And then you can move forward. Because right now, a lot of those boxes are still unchecked. Matter of fact, they're just, they're just question marks. They're question marks. I do think that there's got to be some degree after that Iowa performance. And like we said, the, 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 the offense that you ran that day, or at least the amount of shots that you allowed him to take, is not sustainable. That's not an offense that you can run throughout the year. But I do have to think that that game at least brings you – um, e- even if you're Scott Frost or, or whoever on the staff that, that was thinking they're not ready, uh, would make you think that you can win some Big Ten games with that guy. So, you know, I, I think that that's, an, that's fascinating because I think if you just think, you know, we don't know who the, the, the quarterback is going to be and we're just going to go out there in the transfer portal and, and find a guy, I, I wonder how much of the idea with, from within the, the program is less we're putting it all on, the, on, all on this guy coming in as opposed to we're just bringing in a guy in for competition for Logan and, and Heinrich Harburg. I, I hope that's more the case um, than just putting all the hopes on whoever it is, Miles Brennan, and then he chooses somewhere else, and then you're back to the drawing board. But I, I think that that also, if, if you have somewhat of a degree of faith in Logan Smothers, it allows you to shop a little bit, right? Um, because instead of – there's new guys hitting the portal every day and sometimes very big ones. Bo Nix, that's a that's a seasoned starter in the SEC. Yeah, but what does – like, is that what Nebraska wants? I don't know if it's what Nebraska wants, but it's, it's, it, it's just my point is that there might be more options down the line. You don't have to necessarily strike, strike hit a home run or strike out with the one one or two prospects you're, you're hitting with right now. Jennifer Aniston's single currently. I'm in, right? I'm in, right? Because she's single. No. She's got, she's got other suitors. Right. <laughs> she's got other people that well, that's, want her. That's the problem with the transfer portal. Everybody's got a lot everybody, of suitors. Everybody's got a lot of suitors, man. Yeah. You, you got to put on your best suit. And your best suit requires, first of all, that you understand who you are and what you're doing. Second of all, you better have some, some people to ride with. Right? Because if you're going to bring in Brennan, first Brennan's first question is, one, who's the coordinator? Two, what system are you running? And three, who am I throwing through? Who am I throwing to? And then he'll get to the real question. Because then there's, was it nature versus nurture? Who's going to protect me? And I can tell you, the linemen in Nebraska don't look like them big hosses down at LSU. (laughs) They don't. They don't. Look, real talk, they don't. So all of those things are in play. Now, you may have to change which side of the bar you're, you're hitting on women at. You may have to go. Like, you may have Deeper to go, into the night. Yeah, you may have to go later in the night. You might have to buy a few extra drinks, right? Yep. Waste some cash. You might have to go out on the patio where the beer's flowing a little yep. bit more free. You better have some plan of attack. Like I said, it there are a lot of questions. And I'm cool with the questions now. 
I want to see. I want to hear from them on Wednesday when they talk, and then I, I, I think we'll have a better understanding after Wednesday. I think we will too, and it, yeah. it's it's much needed because right now it just kind of throws. It feels like it's all thrown into yeah. the pot. Goulash, and you, baby. Yeah, you just you think, well, there's some good ingredients there, yeah. but I don't understand if they're all blending or yeah. do they know they need these ingredients? You know, there's just a lot left out there. Um, but it's going to be fascinating. We'll hear from them this week um, and try to and, and and get more of a vision, a more idea of the vision uh, that they're going to set forth. It it, it and it's it just continues. It's just so fascinating. The more you think about it, the more more things pile up, and you're just kind of like. You know how how productive that offense was outside of the red zone in general. So are you are you somewhat starting from scratch? Or are you starting from a good point? How many of those players left that that you know added to that offense and the numbers you had? Just incredible. It's going to be fun off season and really fun to see how it plays out next year. We got to take a quick break though. On the other side, uh, we'll continue this conversation. Also get into Nebraska basketball. We talked about it briefly. They lost over the weekend. And it it, and it 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 was tough. It's their second back to back thirty point loss, uh, and that's a that's a new one for the program. Where does Nebraska basketball go from here? We'll try to answer that as well next year on early on well not an early break on Tom and Baca ninety three seven the ticket. Download our app by searching ninety three point seven the ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. This is Tom and Bach. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.